It's another episode of The Little Carnival where Paula and I talk about some reality television shows that we have discovered on TLC. This episode, we are talking about the new show called My Feet Are Killing Me, which I can't even, I can almost not even say it. Paula's going to tell us all about that show. And then we're going to recap the season premiere of Sister Wives season 13, what that's all about. We'll let you know. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. On this episode of The Little Carnival, we discuss the new season of Sister Wives, the long two-hour episode dropped. We have our opinions and thoughts on the matter. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. Come one, come all. Step right up to The Little Carnival. If you love to hate the reality. Welcome to an offshoot of the Ugly Truth Podcast, The Little Carnival, where we talk about, Paula and I talk about, the shows on TLC that are exploitive and absolutely debased. This week we're talking about two shows, Sister Wives premiered, and also Paula has discovered My Feet Are Killing Me. I can't believe you that said it. That is the name it. of the show. I can't believe you said it. <laughs> I'm trying to be open because I want to know how the hell you got through this show because we hate the F word. I know. So, okay. So I'm going to give the, big, the the basic premise and then you're going to tell me about it. Um, it says patients of Dr. Brad Schaefer and Dr. Ebony Vincent undergo surgery to have their F word radically transformed and their lives changed forever. So is this like Dr. Pimple Popper where they get these extreme patients? Yes, that's basically what it is, except it's of the lower uh, extremities. Um, Leg hands. Yes. So um, it can be like, for example, um, like last night's episode, this guy had um, this syndrome called, I want to say it was Proterius Syndrome. Where okay. it doesn't, it affects the whole body, but sometimes it just, it focuses on certain parts of the body. So it's basically like um, inflammation and it's just causes the, the skin and the tissue to constantly grow. So his feet had basically bubbled over in oh size and it was, he couldn't even walk. He was so oh disabled. God. He, and, um, sounds painful it was it is painful and so the doctor mm. ha- took molds of his feet and had special shoes made for him so he could walk oh. and so there was things like that um then there was another guy where he had um um uh, his feet were disformed in the sense that one foot was a size 11 and the other one was a size seven. Oh my god and so i know right <laughs> oh my god Wow. And That's so, like someone saying they have two left feet. So he had to, um, but part of it was is because he had a bunion that like protruded out by like two inches. It was like Paula, really that, huge. How are you not vomiting right now? Like, how are you even getting through this? Well, because it's, it's Surgery. not, it's surgical and it's, it's not like from like lack of bathing or something like that it's just like these are these are just abnormalities you know i know but but people's i mean how are you how do you do it how do you do this i well i saw the show i saw the show but i'm like wow i know i just i saw it and i went first of all i have met a podiatrist a surgeon Mm -hmm. who assisted with uh, a situation that my daughter had and he was amazing and he was adorable he looked like ryan o'neill in the good days and he was just the most attractive, ridiculously in love with his wife. Mm-hmm. And so it was like the perfect thing because I just love men who love their wives, mm-hmm. not sexually, but 
Now, you told me this doctor's really attractive, Oh, God, too, right? he's so cute. In fact, I told Ryan that. I said, if I had some sort of foot condition and the doctor walked in and said, hi, I'm Dr. So-and-so, I'd be like, <laughs> goodbye. I'm leaving. <laughs> I can't have you see me this see, way. Because, <laughs> see, here's the thing is, is they do this thing, and I think they, I, I noticed it the last episode, they do this thing, and I think they do it on purpose, where the patient usually leaves their shoes and socks on, and then, oh and the God. doctor has to take them off and take the sock off, almost as to, no! almost as to unveil like the re- the, the big reveal, the <laughs> the thing. Because you would think, like, before the doctor comes in, you would already have everything off, right? Uh, yeah. But the doctor comes in and takes the sock off, almost to like you know reveal the 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 horrificness, the malady. Yes. And so <laughs> oh then God. this other lady. Okay, this was the one that grossed me out the most, and oh um, she had had like this big toe nail fungus <gasps> thing. She said she had it for like twenty years. And oh my God. Plus, she had um, some sort of heel problem, like a. I forgot no, what it's wait. called. Was she a larger woman or was she a tiny woman? Um, or average? I guess for her age, she was probably mid to large. Okay. She was probably in her okay. 60s. So, I mean, okay. you know, I wouldn't All expect right. her to be, you know, like a model. Svelte. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so she had like heel problems that required like cortisone shots is what the doctor okay. figured out. Um, mm. But the toenail... She said that she had it for like 20 years and she said that it smelled <laughs> like wet corn chips. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. What? And she says it's embarrassing because she says I work with a lot of political figures. <coughs> and she said I have to wear socks and sandals constantly. And they showed a picture of her standing with this group of people. And it showed her wearing her socks and sandals. And I'm just like, well, the only thing. Ever heard of a boot? I said, well, the only thing embarrassing about it is your socks don't even match. And so. (laughs) Does the woman ever heard of an Ugg or something? I'm just like, like, what are we doing? And so she's like, I I finally want to take care of this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like she's acting like it's this big damn deal. And I'm just like, rip that fucker off. God. It's over. I'm like, I would have taken antibiotics. I would have taken clippers off and, you know, trimmed that thing off a long time ago. And then just Just, pour fucking acid or, you know, alcohol or something on that. I'm like, you don't need to go to a doctor. That is something that I wonder. Why do people walk around with those heinous toenails and act as if we're just all supposed to accept that that's fine well i mean why would you walk around wearing socks and sandals for the rest of your life thinking that's acceptable i well what's wrong with a what's wrong with a van or an adida like why are we doing the sock and sandal thing like what are we doing no and so horrifying anyways i'm just intrigued probably because of what i'm going to study in school being a surgical technician and i i think i compare my uh my tolerance ability to the things that i see because i mean it's quite possible i could be assisting in all of these things And I'm just like, how would I react if, you know, I had to help assist on removing this fungal toenail, you know, Mm. like, what would I do? And throw up discreetly. It's just not eat that morning. I I don't know. I'm like, could I could I do that? And then like when she was done, it was on like the clippers, you know, and she handed it to the assistant. And I'm like, that would be me. 
<laughs> and I'd have good. to like walk it across would. the room with a freaking toenail pinched between this instrument and like lay like it down somewhere. Toenail. And I'd probably be trying not to throw up. And my yep. eyes would be watering. They'd be like, "Why are you double masked, nurse?" Well, and the I'm other like, thing I don't even know too is the patient was conscious, so she was just you yeah. know under like mild sedation, and mm. um, the nurse or the doctor was talking to her, and she's just like, "Well, the toenails off," and the patient's like, "Yay!" And then I'm just like, no. "I'd be like, you two need to shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> just like, <laughs> we don't talk. Let's just get it done." And then just de-louse this room with as much Lysol and Clorox wipes as we could and throw that instrument away. Well, and then I I was watching it and Ryan was out there and he was trying not to watch it. But I'm like, <laughs> when they take off their socks or whatever, I'm like, literally, I'm like, do they tell them, leave your feet in the worst condition possible just so, you know, we can film something. Because I'm just like, slap some lotion on there or something. Your feet are so yeah. dry. Like Gross. one guy's feet, the last episode, when they took mm. off his socks, it looked like it had been snowing. Because no. it was so flaky. And I'm like, they're, okay. they're going to have to vacuum after he leaves. Are you going to continue watching this program? Yes, I am. Okay, then you're going to have to give us an update. I will. Um, we'll, you'll give us an update and give us the grossest of the gross. Yes. And you have to tell us the count of how many people come in with ashy feet and n- non-lotioned stems and whatnot. I Next episode when we talk about this, I do want you to recap because we're running out of time. Okay. But I want you to recap the woman who had 12 toes. I'm curious. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. I want to know what happened. Okay. Or how that even happens. Like, I mean, I know how that happens, but I mean, what did, how, why, I want the who, what, and why of that whole situation. So gotcha. next TLC, you're going to have to start, hit us off with that one. Okay. The next show, uh, the uh, Sister Wives season 13 premiere, The Polygamous Family is back. Uh, they are running out of juice. So this has been not the best kick off to a season um you saw you you ran out of steam after what 60 minutes uh let's see it said i had 50 minutes left and it was 120 minutes so i don't know what is that but i did i don't I did know 70 minutes okay it was a two-hour premiere um actually they do two-hour shows now i've noticed um they do a they they kind of split the stories into two this one they didn't this was all about their move to flagstaff right um so here's some of the bullet points, and then you can you want to ask me your question now? No, go ahead. Okay, uh, bullet points. Robin cry count only one. Shockingly, <laughs> I was surprised. Only one. Uh, how many kids are hating the move? Two. Uh, one is the teeny tiny one, Christina's little girl. Oh, truly, hates, truly is out of her mind. She's hateful. She hates it. She doesn't want to do it. And then Gabe, who was the one that's going into his senior year. Oh, I don't blame had, him. He was a oh freaking my God. wrestling like national champion. He and, was. And he had a girlfriend, too. And then what bugged me the most, though, is Janelle. She's like, she's like I know you're going to miss your girlfriend and your friends, but there's a lot of things to do there. There's a lot of hiking. And I'm like, you think that's some sort of fucking consolation? <sighs> like, she, she was so nonchalant went, about it. I know. These, they're, it, talk about being the most selfish people. These people are so fucking so They don't care about their kids at all when it comes to their feelings. And they do, but they're like, well, our hands are tied. Cody said we're going, so I guess we're going. Right. And I just, I hate it. Um, there was a scene, and you probably saw it. Cody is acting like it's all of their faults that they're up in their, up to their eyeballs in debt with mortgages and loan payments. They have nine 
loan payments. They have the four in Vegas. They have four individual homes in Flagstaff. And then they have this loan for this land that's just sitting there empty because they don't have any money to build. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of fucking money. Right. And um, so he's like, well, you know, you guys, if we can't sell the houses. And Robin's like, well, I can't sell my house because a year ago I said that I was going to do a very important family reunion. So uh, until that is complete, I'm not selling mine. So hers gets to sit on the market for six months because, or not sit on the market for six months because she's having an incredibly important family reunion and it has to be at this house. I thought she like Vegas didn't house. have any family. I guess she does. I don't know. I mean, she is a Jessup. So, I mean, they're all, they're hardcore polygamous people. Hmm. So, um, Mary, once again, is getting the raw end of the deal in Flagstaff. The rental that she had signed a 12-month lease with has axed her contract because the neighbors are outraged. And I don't know why anyone's surprised that conservative neighbors in Arizona would not want polygamists in their neighborhood. It's Honestly, <laughs> when they talked about that and, you know, they were talking about, like, you know, screw them. We should fight them and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, they're doing you a favor. I'm just they like, really I'm like, take mm-hmm. it and leave and just be like, peace. Peace out. Yes, exactly. I mean, you know, it always feels, you always feel like you lost when you're moving out two days after you moved in and all the neighbors are watching you. But ultimately, fine. You're in, you picked the wrong neighborhood. These people are clearly not interested in anything outside of the very traditional way of life. Well, and, so it's fine. And to be perfectly honest, I didn't find it to be that big, fu- that big of a deal. I mean, they were making it out to be like you know that it was this huge, massive deal, and I'm just like, it's it's not. Just it didn't work out. So get your shit right. and move, you know. But the only it, they yeah. went on about it for like 25 minutes, and I'm just like, well, like I said, they're running out of juice they need to do something so when she so so when she went back to las vegas and to be perfectly honest i know she kept saying you know it's hard not to be with the family and be here on my own i'm like you look fucking happy to me she looks peace she looks totally at peace and i mean she said it's weird not to have neighbors because it's a vacant and it's like when she saw the fence building she's like this just makes me want to cry and i'm just like yeah okay crocodile tears and so exactly after that is when i turned off because i'm just like i'm over this episode i'm like i'm I'm tired of all the fake it's just become so fake well it's drummed up for some like the reality is, is that they're they're doing this because they need the money. Mm-hmm. That's why they're, con- you know, apparent- I read that TLC, they had to take a pay cut to continue. So they're not making the same per episode as they were in the beginning because it's losing steam. But they have all they, you know, and there there's speculation that the reason they moved to Flagstaff is they needed a new storyline. I don't know if I agree with okay, that. Okay, so Cody- that was my whole question is, is I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay. I thought what they had in Las Vegas was basically an ideal setup. So I didn't understand why the hell they moved to Flagstaff. I don't know. He Cody, apparently um, this was said that he has moved the family 20 times. He's like our dad. Our dad moved us every other year when we were when I was little. We moved every other year until my parents until our parents divorced. And, I re- and even after we divorced. After they divorced, he still moved every other year. And I do remember Mary saying that. She says, ever since I've known Cody, she says, we've literally moved like every two to three years. She says that. She says, I think we've moved at least nine times since we've been married. And so she says, I'm not terribly surprised 
But she says, it, this is disappointing because this is the longest place we've ever lived. Right. And, and they liked and they were happy there. Well, because they were they had their own court. The backyards mm-hmm. didn't have any walls. And right. so it, it made sense. And I, I thought it made great sense for them. I would not have left. I would have, I would have, well, none of them did. They fought it for a really long time, but he's like, I want you to take a peripheral consideration on this. I'm getting a calling. And I'm like, you're not getting a calling. You're running away from some whore that you're fucking in Vegas and you need to get out before your wives find out about it is what oh, I you think. think he was having an affair. Hell yes. He's a, he's a dog. He's a dog. So anyway, and I know you, oh, you don't. I do know. I know men very well. And I know men who have enough stamina to fuck three women because he's not doing it with Mary. Yeah. Definitely was looking for a little young strange because these women are all in their 40s now and no one's giving him babies. Robin's done now. So, you know, now he's looking for a little. Uh-huh, yeah. Is what I think. Maybe. Same reason why our dad moved us all the time. Um, the other thing is uh, there was a little discussion as to why not one wife offered to help have mary stay with them while she found a house like nobody offered up their home well i think that's pretty clear because um <laughs> they have a rule about um yeah every wife having their own privacy because nobody wants to share a house with another wife while they're having sex with cody uh, well i mean i don't know who he's banging but it i Definitely not Mary, but I understand. I agree. Well, that's what I, I mean. It's like, you know, yeah. if Mary was staying with Robin, obviously he's fucking Robin. So, I mean. Right. Yeah. And not to mention, well, first of all, I don't think those two get along very well anymore. And Mary is really living her own. She's never home. Never. She's always traveling. Constantly. Yeah. It's so, just, it just would be awkward. But my whole thing is, is I'm yeah. like, why does Mary need a big fucking house anyway? I mean, all, because, all she needs is know. like a two bedroom apartment. I don't know. I don't know. I never understood her need for big homes. Is like she's still living the assumption that children will come stay with her, and, and they don't. And why is Janelle getting a teeny tiny house, and Robin has this like giant mansion? You know, Robin's home is worth a million dollars. That's the thing I didn't understand. Is is Janelle is getting like this tiny shack? She's got six kids. I know, and they're big. Yes. They're big kids. They're not even little kids. Um, okay. And then finally, there was a meeting. Cody wanted to try to uh, get all of the wives to get the adult kids to move to Flagstaff. And Christine's like, look, they're not coming. And he started to cry. Like, I guess they're not coming. He's like, they're like, no, why would they? And and a couple of the kids are like, why the hell would we up a root our whole lives, move to Flagstaff only to have our dad pick up and leave in five years? Right. Like, that's ridiculous. No, it's not happening. And so um, Christine and a couple of the other moms said they wish they had moved when the adult kids had all moved out of Vegas, which was like less than two years away. They all agree that the move was shitty timing. They shouldn't have done it. They were they're, they're regretful. Um, and, you know, they're mad at Cody for coming to his senses now because he's like, well, I guess we. You know, I guess we should have thought about this. Well, so I think he's realizing that this is not nearly as easy as he had thought and that the right and that Flagstaff is not nearly as uh, welcoming as he had hoped. I mean, I don't know what he was thinking moving to Arizona. Like, what was he thinking? Just because you're conservative in your morals doesn't mean that your lifestyle is considered conservative. It's not. It's actually very liberal. Well, free love, love is love. And that's what you're saying. And yet just because you're like, well, we don't let our children sleep together if they're a couple in our house, 
you know, that's fine. But your lifestyle is not conservative. Yeah. And and well, exactly. And, you know, and that's what Victor's comment was the other night. He's just like, OK, he's all so he won't let his kids sleep with their partners if they're not married. Yet he has four wives. He's like, I know what. And 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 the one daughter that's gay, he won't let her sleep with her girlfriend unless they're married he says in what world does any of that make sense and i'm just it like doesn't. i'm like everybody's got to draw their line in the sand you know i mean yeah, it's just do. It, it doesn't make any sense and he always says the same thing i have small children i don't want they're impressionable i'm like um well not so much because not one of them wants to be a polygamist well, <laughs> so and, i'm not sure and i'm like if you look at their situation i mean basically l- legally he just has three mistresses. That's all yeah. he has. I mean, because if, yeah. if something happened, they'd all just pretty much be SOL, you know? They would be. That's why. Yeah, it's true. So anyway, that's that's essentially how it ended. Um, the This obviously was filmed a year ago. Because yeah. Because the, the come, upcoming uh, Christmas episode is when one of their, the, the one daughter that I like who moved with Caleb, her husband, she was pregnant and now she's had the, ba- the baby's like way like four or five months old now so um so this was filmed a year ago so things might have settled in i don't know but i i just think that it still looks miserable and the idea of being married to that individual makes me want to vomit so i don't know how these women do it but i don't see them being able to continue with this show much longer um i just don't see it well i mean I know the one daughter, her and her husband end up moving to, like, South Carolina, don't they? They, Yeah, they did. And then the other daughter. Um, they have two that are living in Utah. The blonde one. I thought sh- they stayed in Las Vegas. Well, she's finishing school, but um, I th- she's graduated. Then the idea is to move to Utah. Yeah. Uh, because they all want to be Mormon or LDS. Right. They don't want to do polygamy, They but they do like the faith. The problem is, is the church won't allow them because they have to disavow their family to do it Mm -hmm. so i think they're kind of in one of those limbos where they are they're just spiritual (laughs) instead of religious but um so that's those two and then though there's the oldest son logan is his name logan he lives in vegas with his fiance yes he's not practicing anything at all no in fact i i don't know what kind of relationship he has with his family because he was they really were hard on that kid and so, surprisingly, he's not interested. He's not even on the show anymore. He probably doesn't want to be. I don't blame him. Yeah. He's he's just trying to remove himself from that. Anyway, so that's the first season. Uh, that's the first season opening or 13th premiere, I should say. I wouldn't. And so oh, I'm sure if something great happens, then, you know, we'll recap it. But there's other amazing reality television that TLC is providing us with. So we will probably talk about other shows. But that is that. Yes. Where our obsession with polygamy continues, and your newfound interest in the podiatry world will begin. Yes. So thank you for joining us, and uh, we look forward to the next episode of the Little Carnival. Bye.